Welcome to another episode of the Marriage Mentor Podcast with Eric and Jolene Engel, where Eric and Jolene answer marriage questions for believers, looking at the root of the problem instead of the symptom, always while applying God's wisdom and word for a Christ-centered marriage. I'm Eric Engel with my fantastically talented, beautiful wife sitting on the couch next to me, Jolene Engel. For another episode of the Marriage Mentor Podcast. <laughs> I didn't laugh. That's all you this time. You didn't laugh. Uh, so tell me what's going on today. Uh, we got uh, we got a voicemail from someone, didn't we? We did. We're going to listen to what this um, wife has to say. She is um, dealing with how do you how do you follow a husband who is not going in the right direction. Okay. Well, that's most of us. Right. But let's listen to it. And that's how most wives feel. (laughs) So (laughs) anyways, here we go. Hello, I am Sue from Oregon. Uh, Thank you for your podcast. I absolutely love it. Um, Like I said, my name is Sue from Oregon. My husband is a believer, somewhat believer. Um, He doesn't practice. He has faith in Jesus Christ, but he does not practice. Now, my question is, the wife is supposed to follow her husband. What if her husband doesn't know where he's going or does not have the right direction? How can you, how can a wife still follow a husband when the direction that he's headed isn't necessarily the right one. Thank you. Okay. (laughs) So what do you think about that? I love that question. Okay. Because, because there's two issues going on she mentioned, well, she mentioned a lot of things, but let's, first of all, her husband's a believer, but he's not really believing or he's a believer, but he's not really practicing uh, as Jesus is his Lord. Right. Right. Number one. What if he doesn't know, or what if he's not going in the right direction, and what if he doesn't know where he's going, okay? Which are two very distinct, uh, different directions. Right. You know, just <laughs> to and use Hence directions. her heavy sigh in the uh, voice message. Right, okay. You know, I could tell that there's a lot of frustration going on for her emotionally, and maybe she just learned about the, the, the biblical roles between a husband and wife. You know, maybe she's just maybe. learning, oh, goodness sakes, are you serious that I got to follow this man who doesn't know one ounce of which way is up and which way is down? I mean, that that could be, especially if you've, in your marriage, you've had many years of, you know, she's been kind of calling the shots. Well, and, and here's the thing. You got married. I right. mean, why do people get married? Okay, do they think that, uh, well, we're going to get married and we're going to both go our own directions? That's not a marriage. That's being single. Right. Right? Right. And so if, you're, if you've decided to get married, you've decided to go in the same direction. I don't know how many women, I, I, I go back to my single years and I would have never, it would have never crossed my mind to seek unity. I, I know. But if I would have laid that out, if I knew you back then and I would have laid out, look, the point of getting married is to go in the same direction. Otherwise, I understand what that, is the but point? A lot of it is what were what did you see growing up? I saw disaster. My parents, there was no unity there. They slept in separate beds my entire life. 
Well, so okay. is, that, is that what you wanted? But what I'm saying is, is how would you know otherwise? Well, but let's go back. Is no, that, is no, that no, no. So absolutely you had, not. Obviously, you had a different idea than what your I parents had. I had a different had. idea. I didn't want, want the disaster. Okay, so but, what, what, but you didn't know what your idea was? Uh, I Yeah, you wanted this loving marriage, but okay. I would not have known a whole lot of the biblical blueprint. You know, I, I, I knew the basics. I could kind of do like a, a, a 10 piece puzzle of the biblical blueprints of marriage. But if you put a 500 piece puzzle in front of me, it would have been like, that's a little more difficult. Now, are you talking about before you were saved or after? After, okay. even after I was saved, even after I did a tremendous ab- amount of reading the word of God and doing my own research on what does the Bible have to say for wives and mothers? I mean, a, a ton, so much so that years later, I wrote the book, Wives of the Bible, and then the Bible study. So that all came from my time of singleness. So I was deep, heavily deep into the word of God, trying to figure out this marriage thing as a single woman because I'm like I'm not walking down the aisle anytime soon to like be dragged off of a cliff okay Okay? so so even then you knew that you were bound to that man right and you would both be ending up heading in the same direction even if it was off a cliff right but but (laughs) but I wouldn't have been able to say necessarily that I'm seeking in marriage unity now as a date as a woman who was single looking for the man that God had for me, I was just like, I'm not bright enough to pick him. I'll just screw this whole thing up. So that's why I'm like, okay, I just need to surrender to the Lord and have him choose. But one of the things that I wanted was peace. I wanted peace because I came from a house filled with rage. I came from complete, utter destruction, disaster, absence of peace. And here's the deal, ladies. Unity brings peace. Well, absolutely. Heading in the same direction brings peace. Right. I mean, let's say that, uh, let's say that just an easy example, you're in the car and you have one radio, right? Right. And you have to have unity to decide on what station you're going to put it on. I mean, you can't both pick different stations right. and every five seconds turn it back and forth. That's just chaos. So you have to be heading in the same direction. You have to have unity. You, you're bound to this person. You have to agree with them or in, in some way. I mean, I don't, I don't mean that you have to agree with, with bad. Well, we're going to get into that. I, I'm going to stop there. But, but you have to have some sort of agreement that you're going in the same direction. Otherwise, you're not married. Well, and I always liken it to the, the word picture of a three-legged race. Like, let's strip it down to the simplicity so Jolene can understand. Okay, because really that's what it is, is you and I are in a three-legged race. Every married couple is in a three-legged race. You can't head to the left and I can't head to the right and think that we're going to cross the finish line together. Right. It's not going to happen. So that's the essence of some unity um, heading in the right direction. And the Bible also says a house divided cannot stand. Or something else we used to do. We have have a tandem bike that we used (laughs) to get on. Right. You cannot get on a tandem bike and go in two different directions. Right. It doesn't work. Right. So either the husband isn't communicating, hey, let's head in this direction for this wife. Or the wife doesn't like the direction he's heading. Well, I understand, but but she had two things. He doesn't know what direction he's going, or he's heading in the wrong direction. And I really want to address they're two separate both, issues. Both of those. Yeah. Let's talk about doesn't know where he's he's going. Right. Okay. Which is is pretty much ninety nine percent of the population. Well, men know to go to work, work hard, come home. 
most of okay. them. Okay, so that's the right direction. Right. They're but, called to be the providers. You know, that's that's a very simple. This is a god honoring pursuit for a husband is to get up every single day, go to work, come home to his family. That is the right direction. Okay. But, but oftentimes, but, but wait a second. Oftentimes, we as wives, we take that for granted. We we're just like, well, you're you're not very spiritual. It's just like. The man's doing one of the things that God has called him to do. Well, and by the way, that is a spiritual activity. Right. Okay. That is a godly activity, going to work and providing for your family. So I had to touch on um, one of the things that, that men do right, that oftentimes we don't see as wives. We take that for granted. We're just like, well, I want more because we always want more. Eve wanted more in the garden, so much so that she listened to the snake. Right. Okay. And it didn't turn out well for her, no. did it? Okay, so anyways. Okay, but let's let's go back to he doesn't know where he's going. Okay, well, let's just make this real simple. If he doesn't know where he's going, then guess what? You're right next to him not knowing where you're going either. If That's hard. I, I'm not saying it's easy, but <laughs> right. you are bound to this man and he has been appointed to lead. Right. Right? And you might say, well, I don't like that. He's not very bright. He doesn't know where he's going. It's time that I should lead. Well, and she might have some control freak tendencies, you know, a lot of us wives do that. It's just like, don't go to the left, go to the right. You know, right. I mean, you, you, it could even be so much so that down to your driving. Right, right. You know, so, but if he doesn't know what direction he's going, is it her job to then decide where they're going to go? No, it's not, is it? No, now, no. She can certainly... Uh, come alongside him and help him and and give him some wise counsel yes but it's got to be kind right <laughs> and say hey hon i'm here to help you right let me help you uh kind of discover uh, what direction you'd like to go right and then i'll go with you well and a wise man would turn to his wife and seek unity and say hey hon what do you think about this okay but a proud man a foolish man he may not do that because he may have been, it might be he's too insecure or he's been beaten up too much by his wife, one or the other, that he's shut her off to where she's no longer um, kind of like the holding the place as his, his wise counsel, you know, because look, go back to when we were dating. I mean, even 21 years later, you always seek my advice. But if I hit you over the head with a bag of pennies, stock of pennies every single day, you, you would not come and ask my advice. Right. Well, There's no way you would do that. Let's go back to when we were dating. I'm sure that uh, I decided, hey, I'm going to pick you up for a date. We're going to go out to dinner. We're going to go to this place. Right. Okay. Well, that's kind of like a decision I made because I'm taking you on a date. Right. Okay. Now, if you had been telling me, no, I don't want to go there. I probably would have. I probably would have started thinking. You know, I'm not sure I want to be with this gal to begin with because she's a little too high maintenance. Right. And she's she's already trying to take the reins. Right. And run me around. Okay. But I might take you to a restaurant you don't like. Now, how should you act in that situation? Should you be nasty to me and say, well, I don't like this restaurant. I don't know why you brought us here. Or are you going to be gracious and thankful that I actually wanted to take you out? And I took you to a place that that would provide some service and food and, right. and, and right. such for you. And then here's your third option. You take me to a shellfish restaurant and i'm highly allergic let's pretend i'm highly allergic to it and i would say to you you know what i really appreciate that you want to take me here but i can't eat this stuff okay and if i didn't know that 
Right. That'd be great. If I right. did know it, then because I'm just I a do, jerk. Yeah, because I do want women to use their voice because some will let their let their husbands kind of like run all over them and, and they're not even being considered. Right. So and, there's that concept that has to be approached as well. Right. But she brought this up like he's kind of lost. It sounded right. like he's kind of lost. Okay. Well, if he's lost, then it's your job to kind of help him find his way, but you don't get in front and, and take the lead. No. Okay. And... And then here's the second one. He's going in the wrong direction. According okay? to who? <laughs> right. Let's define wrong. Right. Okay. Because if you want to know the wrong direction, you go to the Bible for the wrong direction. Now, here's, here's the deal. And I've said this I, more times than I can remember. But if it's not a sinful direction, you go with him and you be thankful and you help him. Right. Colossians 3.18. Here's your verse. Wives, submit to your own husbands. Okay, don't cough a lung up right there because there's more to it. <coughs> as is fitting in the Lord. That is... Fitting that, in the Lord. As is fitting in the Lord. If he's off doing something stupid and he wants you to do something stupid that's sinful, no, no, sorry, buddy. Ain't going to do it. But there's okay? there's stupid non-sinful and there's stupid sinful. Right. Never follow him in a sin. Right. Okay. Because there are there are guys that suggest sinful endeavors, okay? Of let's let's steal this, let's have another gal come into the marriage bed, let's do these wrong things. No, no, right. you have obligation to the Lord, right? In that, but if he says, "Hey, I want to take this route to your parents' house, and it's an extra forty-five minutes," you can you can say, "Well." That's fine. I, I think they'll take another 45 minutes. But if he wants to go that d- direction, then you got to let him. Okay? Right. Now, it doesn't mean, like like you said, it doesn't mean that she just keeps her mouth shut. But that's not something, that's not something necessarily to fight over or to, to cause contention over. And division. And division. Because you, as, as a believer... Okay, we should be seeking unity and peace. Well, and it comes down to priorities. Mm-hmm. How important is my marriage versus me being right? Right. You know, and so often pride will get the better of your marriage because you, you want to win the fight. And it's just like, well, here's a news, newsflash. You lost the battle because the goal is to remain as one. Right. You, you could stand up and say, I was right. And you'll stand alone because your marriage will be destroyed. Right. Okay. Or you could be gentle and have a marriage where your guy will consider you because you consider him. Right. Well, and the bottom line is when I hear this question, you know, how do you follow a husband who's not going in the right direction? A couple things come to my mind. Either she's dealing with pride, she doesn't like she doesn't like the the verses to wives, and right. n- no wife generally does because those are those are hard emotional truths, but they are truths, and they're there. God placed them there actually to protect us, and so we would feel cherished. Where a lot of wives don't understand that, they're just like, oh, they just think that they're they're giving up their voice. Where it's the complete opposite, because when I submit to you and I'm kind to you. Am I not the most influential person in your world? Absolutely. Absolutely. So that is, you know, I look at this wife struggling with it. I consider what's the friendship like between the two of them? Because often, especially when kids come, 
you just go into full-blown co-parenting mode. And maybe every now and then you have sex. And no wife, generally after having a baby, is looking to have sex anytime soon. You know, her hormones are jacked up and, you know, she, she's dealing with spit up, you know, breastfeeding, the whole nine yards. There's nothing in her mind that she feels just so feminine and sexy and, and wants to, you know, get into the marriage bed with her husband. Okay, it's just, it, it's not at the forefront of her mind. Okay, but okay. she knows, hey, I want to take care of my husband. I want my husband to, you know, be faithful. I want to meet his needs and so forth. So she does, you know, the, the act of marriage is still taking place. But oftentimes the friendship between husband and wife starts to dissipate. Okay, because we go into mom mode and every now and then, okay, let's have sex. And when you lose the friendship, the unity starts to break down. Because that's where the influence, the influence, strong influence happens when the friendship is strong between husband and wife. Okay, so expound on that unity a little bit more. I mean, what, what, what's the main reason for going into that? You know, because it's, to me, as a guy, it sounds like you w went down a little bit of a rabbit trail, but you have a reason for that. Well, right, because it's hard for us as wives to swallow the submit pill. It, it just is. But if you could go a little bit deeper and trust God, because remember, where where did that admonition come from? Wives submit to your husbands. I mean, it came from the Lord. It didn't come from some jackal down the street just throwing out, you know, okay. hey, you should do this. So, so let's soften that a little bit. And, not, you know, I know the word is submit, but how about follow? Right. Is, That's what is, I do. I try and tell them to follow because, you know, submit is like a four-letter word. And, you know, it shouldn't be. I'm not going to apologize for God's word. And I'm certainly not going to sugarcoat it, you know, sin. But bottom line is a wife wants unity and she wants peace and she wants harmony. So does the husband. Okay. Okay. And one of the ways that this happens, that you get unity, peace, and harmony is by lining up your life with what how the Bible lays out the blueprint. And that is for her to follow. Well, and... And some gals might say, well, I don't like that. And, and here's, here's the real issue. If you have a group of two or more and you're going to go in any direction, someone's got to lead. Right. I mean, someone's got to lead. It, it, it's just, you know, it, that's how it works. And so, you know, I heard my pastor say one time that uh, uh, anything with two heads is a freak of nature. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so the idea of, co-pastors uh, or co-this or co-that. Co-leaders. Right. And co-leaders. Okay. All right. So you go to co-leaders and you ask one one thing and the other, they say one thing and the other says something else. Okay. Where are you? You are divided. Right. Okay. Right. So you have to, you have to have that unity like you're talking well, about. Well, and, and what the wives need to understand is, yes, a husband who is following Jesus, he should be asking his wife, what are her thoughts? You know, he should be turning to his people well, saying, he hey. he should be, but this guy, you know, this guy could just be not going the right direction. Right. Okay. But once again, you have to define what is right. Right. Well, he might, he might not realize what he should and shouldn't do. That's why God created us wives as your helpers. Well, and if she wants to steer the boat, the best way for her to steer the boat is through influence. Right. Right. It's okay. to be the influential helper. It's That's not, how God designed right. her. It's not through assertiveness. Assertiveness will never work well for her. 
but influence well, and you'd have will. to de- you'd have to define assertiveness because I have an assertive personality, and I'm sure that there are other assertive, strong-willed wives listening. That's sure. like, hey, what does that mean? Well, that basically that means don't steamroll your husband. Right. Okay, that's what it means. I mean, you got plenty of assertiveness, and I let you loose. Uh, you know, all the time, meaning, meaning that you're free to speak your mind. You're free to go where you want to go and do what you want to do, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, you're completely free to do that. But when, when these two assertive personalities come together, we have to be together. We, we cannot be opposing to each other. Right. We have to agree. And one of the reasons why you say, oh, feel free to go do whatever you want is because you trust me. Right. You know? you're not going to be concerned that my wife just came back and now, you know, there's a, she created a, a fight down at Kohl's, you know, had her window bashed in and now you got to go clean up the mess. Right. Okay. So, and I know that, I know that there's not going to be massive charges on a credit card that we can't afford. Right. Because we are one. Right. Okay. And I trust you and you trust me. That's pretty nice, isn't it? Well, and that's that's our goal is to help other married couples get to the place where there's unity, there's peace, and there's harmony. That doesn't mean that your life is without trials. We we live in trials. I mean, we have tsunamis almost every other week. That's our middle name. <laughs> you know. So if you ever wonder why the podcast stopped, oh, Eric and Jolene are living through some more tsunamis. But, you know, to get you guys as a married couple on the same page to have unity, just go back to the basics of the Bible. A wife is to follow her husband as in, as is fitting in the Lord. It's You're not following his sin. He may not always be right, but him being wrong doesn't mean it's sinful. Right. So okay. she's got to be able to decide and define that. Right. And, right. and things will go well. So those are my thoughts. Excellent, excellent thoughts. Until next time. I'm Eric Engel. And I'm Jolene Engel. Embrace your choice.